to the Dr. Sex Fairy podcast. I am Dr. Kaval Bhava, America's favorite sex doctor, and I am here to transform your life. Today, I'm going to answer one of the most Google topics, and that topic is how you can find the elusive G-spot. But first, thank you for loving the Dr. Sex Fairy podcast and making it a worldwide phenomenon. Do you know how this podcast began? I was getting emails from all over the world about various sex and relationship-related issues. I found that there was a massive need for medical knowledge and tips from a reputable medical doctor like me, instead of self-proclaimed sexperts. I built it, and you came. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. Don't forget to follow the Dr. Sex Fairy podcast if you don't already. Now, let's talk about the G-spot. What is it? Why is it called that? Does it really exist? My patients ask me about this all the time. The women want to know how to show their partner the way. And the men want to know how to please their women. Everyone is looking for this unicorn. It's time we delved into it. Let's separate fact from fiction. Question number one. What is the G-spot? The G-spot was first discussed by German physician Ernst Grafenberg, in 1953. Dr. Grafenberg described a nerve-rich spot on the anterior wall of the vagina that had the potential to give women incredible orgasms. Question number two. When did it become so popular? The G-spot became a popular concept in 1982 when the book The G-spot and other discoveries about human sexuality was published. Women sat up and noticed, and so did their men. Soon, it became the holy grail. Women wanted to feel this otherworldly orgasm, and their men were eager to oblige. The book went on to be translated into 23 languages and was pivotal to making the G-spot such a phenomenon. Question number three. Where is the G-spot located? It is considered to be on the anterior or frontal wall of the vaginal canal. If you insert your finger about 2 inches and touch the part of the wall facing the front of the woman and not the back and try to angle your fingertips upward like a come-hither motion, you may or may not feel a slightly thickened area. This is the area where the G-spot is supposed to be. Question number 4. Does the G-spot actually exist? The research has been all over the map on this one. An Italian study, led by esteemed researcher Dr. Emanuele Giannini, was published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine in 2008. It looked at 20 women who were healthy, sexually active at least twice a week over the previous six months, in stable heterosexual relationships, with normal menstrual cycles. Women who suffered from sexual dysfunction were excluded. The study participants were separated into two groups— those that experienced vaginal or internal orgasms, and those that did not. These women were studied using ultrasound, and the researchers found that the women who had internal vaginal orgasms had thickened tissue in the urethrovaginal area or the area on the anterior or frontal wall of the vagina that faces the bladder. This is the same area described as the G-spot, and so it was hypothesized that women without this thick area cannot have internal orgasms. What do I think about this? Stay tuned. 
I will get into that shortly. Let's first talk about another study that was published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine in 2017. These researchers looked at 13 female cadavers, or dead bodies, 32 to 97 years old, and dissected them to study this area. No spongy or thickened G-spot was found in these women. Now let's talk about my thoughts on the issue. I have always called the clitoris the seat of the female orgasm. It is a small circular structure that hides beneath the hood on the outer genitalia of a woman, which is technically the vulva. It is often referred to as the vagina, but the vagina is the canal itself, not the parts outside. The clitoris is the female version of the penis and can have an erection when aroused. I'll bet you didn't know that, did you? In some women, the clitoris is large enough to look like a tiny penis, while in others, it is a very small pea. People think that what you see on the outside is the entire clitoris, but in reality, the clitoris has roots that go deep into the body and run along the very anterior vaginal wall that is mentioned over and over when people discuss the G-spot. The clitoris is almost horseshoe-shaped, and those long ends run internally. The entire clitoral structure is actually quite massive when compared to the tiny bit visible on the outside. I am going to post some pictures of a clitoris on my Instagram, The Real Dr. Sex Fairy, so make sure you check it out. The picture will help it make more sense. In my opinion, the women who claim to have a G-spot and are having intense vaginal orgasms are indeed experiencing pleasure, but they are still having clitoral orgasms. These orgasms feel different because the area being stimulated is different but the seat of the female orgasm remains the mighty clitoris. I am not a believer in the G-spot. I bow to the clitoris. Question number five. Does this area really drive women crazy? Yes, I do believe that it can for the reasons I just mentioned. This area is one where the clitoris, the urethra, and the anterior or frontal vaginal wall come together to form the CUV complex or the clitro-urethro-vaginal complex, which can absolutely lead to intense pleasure with penetration. Question number six. Can a woman train her vagina to have orgasms? Women are told the scary statistic that only 18% of women orgasm vaginally and that an internal orgasm is not to be expected. This talk dooms them to a life without internal orgasms. The mind is a powerful thing. If you tell yourself that you can't have an internal orgasm, you won't have one. Clitoral orgasms are great, but a powerful internal orgasm can be earth-shattering. My point of view is controversial. Famous sex therapists preach that women and their partners should focus on the clitoris because trying to orgasm internally is setting yourself up for failure. I'm not sure why. The easier way is sold to couples as the only way. I am a medical doctor. I have treated both men and women for two decades at this point. I understand human anatomy better than most so-called sexperts, and I am telling you that with enough self-exploration, masturbation, relaxation, 
and a partner willing to take the time to find new ways to stimulate you, a vaginal orgasm becomes way more likely. Question number 7. Can a G-spot orgasm make a woman squirt? You know my feelings about the term G-spot. Let's just think about that area in general. As I mentioned a few questions ago, this area is where three important structures come together. Number one, the urethra, the place you urinate from. Two, the inner parts of the horseshoe-shaped clitoris. And three, the anterior vaginal wall. When there is pressure on this area, the skin's glands can squirt out a fluid, similar to semen, which may also contain dilute urine. It is normal to squirt, and it's equally normal to not squirt. Partners should not judge themselves based on whether or not they made a woman squirt. A woman can have an intense orgasm without any squirting at all. She can go a lifetime without squirting and be perfectly fulfilled by her partner and have the best orgasms. One has nothing to do with the other. Since we are talking about the G-spot, orgasms, and squirting, let's not forget that both male and female orgasms are very complex processes. Having an incredible orgasm, or an orgasm at all, depends on much more than just the area being stimulated and the skill and patience of your partner. As a woman goes through puberty, then pregnancy, then childbirth, followed by the postpartum period and the recovery thereafter, and then another pregnancy, then the same cycle, to perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause, female hormones are a roller coaster with many twists and turns and occasional loops. And let's not forget incontinence. It's hard to feel sexy or sexual when you are dribbling urine, when sneezing or coughing, or need to wear panty liners, or depends adult diapers. How can a woman enjoy oral sex if she is scared that her partner will smell urine when he goes down on her? It is important to see your family doctor and gynecologist on a regular basis. It is also important to rethink vaginal and intimate wellness. Stop thinking that it is too early or too late to take care of your genitalia. I treat men and women from their late teens to their 90s. You deserve pleasure, dignity, joy, and pain-free sex at any age. There are so many treatments that can help you not only rejuvenate your vagina, but also preserve it. What a unique concept! Stop saying to yourself that you're not that bad yet, or that it's too late. Take charge of your wellness and your pleasure. They are equally important. To learn about the various groundbreaking non-surgical options, to improve both your orgasms and your intimate health, check out my website, drsexfairy.com. Do you have questions? Email me at askme at drsexfairy.com. Life is short. Give yourself the permission to truly live it. Until next time. I hope you enjoyed the Dr. Sex Fairy podcast today. I would love to continue this conversation with you. If you would like to get in touch with me, email me at askme at drsexfairy.com. Don't forget to follow this podcast and leave me a five-star review. And make sure you follow my blockbuster head TikTok account, Dr. Sex Fairy.